0: of rewriting her story in the podcast. Oh
1: man, we're so close to 20.
0: I know. I'm so excited. It's just nuts. We got to plan something like super epic for episode 20. I don't know what, but like. I want the balloons. For episode 20? yeah well I'm, i just well, want to okay first general. of all who the fuck is barking because you don't own a dog It's
1: my neighbor's dog it's you probably stole it old and, didn't you yeah it's old and dying so oh, it, like i think it's blind honestly i think it like the wind blows and it's like wow god what's That's happening so sad because i've been here dude it has to be over 10 i've been here nine years in september and it was here then so that that old that little baddie over there that little grandma its name's Riley. Isn't that weird? Why do people That's name their strange. dogs like... Isn't it, I saw a TikTok about this. This is such a sidebar, but, like, this needs to be discussed because it's so true. People name their dogs normal names, right? Yes, like Bailey, like, Sadie. Human names. Bailey, Sadie,
0: um... Storm, if you're feeling risky. I had somebody Uh, who had a dog named Charles, which I think is fucking fantastic. And Dennis.
1: (laughs) Like, Herman. I met a Herman before. An Arnold. I was like, oh my gosh, these are great names, right? Why is your cat's name nuts? Like, people are like, like, my, one of my great friends, one of my best OG friends, Aaron, Snicklefritz Lee. (laughs) Mr. Snicklefritz Lee. We found him in a bush. I didn't. I wasn't there when she found him, but I definitely was there for some of the night feedings because he was a. He was like he didn't have his eyes open when we Aww. found him. But so snickelfritz Lee, really, Zeus, king of the gods, literally he
0: embodies his name. But
1: like, why isn't that the weirdest thing?
0: All of my parents' animals were named after wrestlers, so they had, like, semi-normal names. Stop it. <laughs> so we had Austin the cat named after Stone Cold Steve Austin. We had Macho the cat named after Macho Man Randy Savage. We had Vader the dog after Big Van Vader. And now they have Lita and China, which are the first girl animals we've ever had in my whole ass 37 years of life.
1: I also oh, and don't we like had Bruiser else. the dog,
0: but CJ has Bruiser.
1: So weird. So weird. Anyways, that has nothing to do with this
0: topic. It has everything to do with what we're talking about today. Today's we're talking about pets. Topic,
1: today's topic is your pet and what it says about you. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding.
0: God, this is not a BuzzFeed
1: article. Like this isn't a Facebook articles, quiz. Okay. Some of their articles, I'm like, you guys are really missing the mark here. What it's... are you doing? What are you doing? Anyways.
0: So oh, today's topic. Guilt-free self-care. Shout out to Jay, who requested this topic.
1: I was just going to say, this topic was brought to you today by today's (laughs) listener, Jay. Jay. So, guilt-free self-care. First and foremost, let's dissect self-care, shall we? And then we'll tack on the guilt-free. Sure. Because that, in and of itself, is a cognitive error, which we will talk about, but... Let's talk about self-care. Stephanie, my dear,
0: (laughs) love of my life, what do you do for self-care? Oh, lots of things. So I meditate, I journal, I work out, I meal prep, I take time and go and sit by the pool, whether it be alone or with my son, I read, um, I shower daily, which I think is a big form of self-care. Some people are lacking. It's an important one. It's, yeah. (laughs) It's activities of daily living in the therapy world. They're called ADLs. I brush my teeth. Um, I think even self-care is like putting effort into my appearance, right? Like getting up, putting my contacts in, putting makeup on, doing my hair, wearing actual clothes. Like, you know, nice clothes. Um, I talk to people when I need to. When I'm feeling some type of way. I set boundaries. I will set aside time to just do nothing. I feel like that's all that I can think of. What do
1: you do? Those are great examples of super healthy self-care. Here's what I do for self-care. Besides those things, because I absolutely shower and (laughs) meal prep and work out and go for walks and sit out in the sun and I do all of these different things, but... Sometimes self care also looks like I go and get a pedicure. I get a bag of my favorite chips. <laughs> I mm-hmm. um, have a drink with my sister. I um, scroll on TikTok. I wear super flowy, comfy clothes uh, instead of like, because we could challenge that, like, not challenge it, but that could go into a cognitive error, right? Of like, well, I'm not putting effort into what I look like because, you know, this is sloppy. But just because something is flowy and baggy doesn't mean it's sloppy. Sure. Do you know what I'm saying? So, I get my hair done. I... Oh, yeah, my nails. Yeah, nails. Oh, my gosh, yes. Shout out, Carrie Hay. Mm-hmm. Um, I... I do lots of things for self-care, but it doesn't always have to look like super healthy things, right? Sure. Like, yes, we absolutely, we love a queen who journals. We love a queen or king who, we, ugh, that makes queen not fun anymore when we say, like, <laughs> queen or king because then I think about, like, people who, okay, <laughs> this is a judgment. I'm not going to say no judgment. This is a judgment, so I apologize in advance. I'm I You could be wonderful people when there's like t-shirts and sweatshirts and hats made that say like his king or like her king his queen like and things like that I'm like oh yikes yeah so um we love just a queen and a a gentleman who who do self-care things like that but also who meditate journal, whatever but also self-care can look like vegging out being able to watch your favorite show being able to indulge in your favorite book um and not do laundry like sure self-care can have tasks but self-care can also have a rest and relaxation component right
0: mm-hmm.
1: so now that we have identified self-care and what that looks like when we add guilt-free in front of it to me that's like signifying that they are two different types of self-care, like two different versions of self-care. When in reality, if you are mindful and open and honest, vulnerable with yourself, there is only one type of self-care. It's making the differentiation between, am I avoiding or am I actually doing something that is taking care of my mental health and my well-being? Does that make sense? hmm So like in the sense of, TikTok, that's a really good one that I can go over the edge on vv quickly. So if I have a day where I have believe it or not eleven sessions, sometimes in my like say my session ends at like fifty five because I go on the hour every hour. So like eleven fifty five, my sessions ends. My session ends, and uh, noon is my next session. I might pop open TikTok. And I might watch, too, because it's resetting my brain. It's just kind of a mindless activity. Um, it is just a not something I necessarily have to focus on. It's like a quick laugh, and then I'm right back into it. Because that, to me, is kind of ditching, not ditching is the kind of the word, but like washing off maybe the traumas or things that that person shared with me in that 11 o'clock hour. Sure. Does that make sense?
0: Mm-hmm. When she first, when Jay first like requested the topic, I was like, the first thing that came to mind was me going on trips without my son. Uh So I just recently went to Cincinnati slash Northern Kentucky, right? Yeah. Whatever. Um, And my son was pissed that I went out of town without him. Like so mad, so mad. And... There's a part of me that is like, man, I do kind of feel bad for leaving without him like that. I feel like I'm leaving him out. And then my my other side of my brain is like, bitch, you deserve to go away and have fun with your girlfriends. Like that is self-care, right? Like taking time away and going to do something is okay. I know that my mom can relate to this. Like my dad would go to Vegas every year since I was basically born for pool tournaments. So every year he would go to Vegas for a week and she never really got to go with him. And of course me, being an asshole, I would get so mad at her when she would go with. Cause I was like, you're leaving me, which is exactly what my kid said to me. And I'm like, bro, I'm going to be back in fucking four days. Like you're not even going to know I'm gone or like you're at your dad's anyways. What does it matter? Like you think yes. I just sit home and do nothing. Right. Right. But I think for me, a lot of it comes back to like that mom guilt, right. Of, am I allowed to do things for myself? Am I allowed to enjoy myself without having my son along for the ride? Yeah, you are. Right. Or it's Uh that downtime that you spend six hours at the pool instead of cleaning your house or instead Uh of meal prepping. Hey, guess what? That shit's not going anywhere. You can do it when you come back inside. Right. You don't need to shame yourself for taking time out to just do something that you want to do. For what
1: So the cognitive error or the cognitive distortion, if you haven't checked out the podcast episode where we discuss those, please, please, please check it out. It is so helpful. I recommend it to my clients, too, when we've done the cognitive errors work together as, like, a refresher for them mm-hmm. to be able to hear me, like, helping them challenge something. So when we start to operate in these cognitive errors of, like, I should do this. Mm-hmm. Okay. This says who? Yep. Says who? Where does it say that? That all of the laundry needs to be folded Saturday night. Where? Point it out to me. I me Because mm-hmm. I'll change the fuck out of that. Like, there is nothing. There's nothing that says that those things have to be done. There's nothing that says you shouldn't go on trips without your child. There's nothing that says blah, 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 X, Y, Z. It is this thought that we have made up and or been shamed into thinking <clears throat> by society because that's what society wants us to believe. Sure. And so the purpose of challenging those thoughts allows you to then change your thoughts about the situation, which changes your feelings, which then allows you that freedom. So if we are challenging the thought of, I shouldn't go out of town without my son. Mm-hmm. Okay. So my question to you then is give me facts that prove that that's true. I mean, there are none. Correct. So, time, situations, and examples that prove your negative thought, I shouldn't go out of town without my son, isn't
0: true 100% of the time. Because it, I think a part of me, like, the emotional side is like, I feel like I'm leaving him out. I'm not spending time with him. And then to challenge that, I'm fucking with him every goddamn day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I love my son. Please hear me when I say I love him more than anything in the world. He is with me, I would say, 90% of the time. Maybe 85 if you include when I'm at work, right? But I think because he's an only child, he has really high expectations of the amount of attention. And, like, you know, like, he needs a lot to be poured into him. He's seven and a half. I fucking get it, right? Like, I get it. I just try to frame him, like, frame reframe the thoughts with him of like, bubs, we spend so much time together all the time. We go to the pool, we do this, we do that. We watch certain shows together, you know, or like, we're going to go camping with my mom, not really camping. We're going to be in like a house, but like, Uh we're going to go up North with my mom. And so that's a vacation for us. Um, Yeah. But I think mom guilt is a very real Thing, so I I understand where you're coming from of the
1: thought process process. Why did you sound like that? That was disgusting. Anyways, I understand your Wisconsin
0: was coming out.
1: Wisconsin, that thought process, <laughs> <laughs> you <brats. laughs> Sophia, Sophia, my
0: eight-year-old got ribs
1: today at a, at a farmer's market. So if that doesn't tell you how white trash we are. Meanwhile,
0: okay. my kid's like, Mom, what's got a brat? Ribs. And I'm like, oh, my God, you don't even know what a brat is. Jesus. How does he not know what a brat is? Bro, he eats, like, mac and cheese and peanut butter and jelly. Like, that's the extent of his fucking oh, palate. no, no, yeah. no, no, no.
1: Sophia was like, I'll take the ribs. (laughs) I was like, so what? She was like, yeah, the rib tips. I want the rib tips. (laughs) Serve it up. Oh, my God. I love that. Sidebar. So, oh, man, my train of thought. (laughs) I got to get back on the train. Um, So when you said, like, I'm with you all the time. I'm not going to be gone that long. It is what it is. Let's also take a step back and normalize. I deserve time to myself. Mm -hmm. I deserve to be alone. I deserve to rest and reset to come back a better mother for you. So not even so much like we're trying to backpedal out of like, I'm not going to be gone that long. It's going to be okay. You're going to be fine. Blah, blah, blah. Like we're we're trying to appease them and... Hear me when I say this. He's seven and a half, almost eight. He's fine. He's uh, fine. Yes. like He is well-loved and cared for, as is my daughter, as is, I'm sure, some of the other people's kids who are we are listening to this. So I am allowed, and I give myself permission, I give myself space to do X, Y, Z. Because in another podcast, before this, a prior one, we have said you do not owe anybody an explanation for your Choices, Mm -hmm. Not necessarily your behavior. Because I guess if your behavior is... If you're behaving like an
0: asshole, then yes, you do.
1: Like, yeah, you need to apologize for that. But in the sense of, like, your choices. You make your choices. You have to live with them. So if it doesn't work out for you and it doesn't pan out, that's something that you've got to live with and own up to and whatnot. But, like, you don't know anybody an explanation as to why you are not going to go to XYZ said event because that is a self-care moment for you. Mm -hmm. Because it is more more healthy that makes sense right man more healthy healthier I was thinking like yeah thank you <laughs> I was thinking more better and I was like ew but <laughs> and then I just
0: fucked it over. it's funner parties. too <laughs>
1: oh my I it's so much funner when you're able to do things for yourself god can you tell this is the second one we're recorded today like we are <laughs> anyways breathe with me okay in Here we go, okay, refocused. So it is healthier sometimes to not engage in an event and to be able to stay home, to read a book, to watch TV, to do whatever you need to do for yourself instead of going and then resenting being there because you didn't want to be there in the first place, Mm -hmm. which then also ties back to vulnerability because instead of being vulnerable in that moment and saying, yeah, I just, am not, I'm not going to do that tonight. Like, that's just not what I want to do. You say, okay, oh yeah, sure. You know, I'll make it, I'll make an appearance, blah, blah, blah. And then you're there resenting them. Resenting the situation, resenting yourself instead of just owning the vulnerability moment and being like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Right. That's what self-care is. Mm Self-care is being vulnerable and open and honest with yourself of like, no, I need to do what is healthy for me. And guilt-free, the guilt-free, that aspect is just because there is a cognitive error that you are telling yourself. So in order to figure out your cognitive error of what you're telling yourself in that moment, take a step back take a deep breath and like I understand when people are like just breathe breathe through it and see what comes up realistically if I can take a step back take a deep breath and be like okay what am I reacting to what's going on anybody can do it because like Seth said in multiple episodes before this I don't sit still I don't really focus in on anything like I am I am mile a minute right However, I know that if I have this feeling, this gut feeling in the pit of my stomach of like, mm, I just don't feel good. I don't know what's going on. If I take a step back and recognize what's showing up for me, that's where I'm able to garner what that cognitive distortion is and challenge it. Mm-hmm. So in self-care, it may look like i we talk about children a lot because we have kids, but take a step back, even if. It looks like you are a single person, because this has come up with clients for me, you are a single person working and um, the pandemic has afforded a lot of people to work from home. So even if you're working from home, <clears throat> being able to step back and say, it's healthy and okay for me to be done at 4 p.m. because those are my work hours. Sure. My work hours are from 8 to 4 and 9 to 4, whatever it looks like for you. Just because I am at home does not mean that I am required to be on, or that I have to be on, or that I need to place this expectation on myself that I have to be present and working because I can, because there's nothing, quote, taking me away from it, unquote. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. I also feel like society, family, friends, whomever has programmed women in particular, because I am a woman. That is how I identify. That is what I relate to. For us, especially as mothers, to be martyrs, you sacrifice self-care when you become a mom. You just take care of your kid. That's all you do. Mm -hmm no, no, the fuck you don't. I lived that life for bugs, probably first four years of his life, Mm -hmm. three years of his life, maybe. And then you and I started to like sprinkle things in here and there. And I'm like, I can actually like be myself, like have alone time, have fun time with my friends. Like I don't have to just sacrifice it all to be home all the time. Don't get me wrong. When you have a child, you want to be there for all the moments, right? Like you want to be there for all the firsts and you don't want to miss anything. Here's the thing, bro. There's going to be shit that you miss. It just is what it is. Whether you're working or you're out or whatever, it just is what it is. You're going to have more experiences. Like, don't let that deter you from living your life for you. I'm not saying, like, fucking leave your kids at home and go out and fucking (laughs) never come home. Right? Like, that's not what I'm saying. Right. Give yourself permission to still have a life.
1: Let me... Let me even just take that a step further. Let me explore that right? So what was showing up for me the past couple of weeks like as I'm reflecting as to like how I got to where I am now versus where I was and like kind of having some things come for full circle looking at my life with Sophia and how I showed up for her. When I first got my divorce, I would say, for the better part of a year after that, kind of like during the divorce and like maybe six months, seven months after that, I wasn't the best mom. I was out a lot. I was... I'm going to stop you. That does not mean that no, you're no, no, a bad mom. No, 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 no. Listen. No, listen. Listen, listen, listen. Let me let me take this all the way through and you'll see where I'm coming. Because I was stuff. And I don't, I'm not saying that to shame myself in the sense of like, oh my God, like, what was me? It was a learning point. Like, I don't think things are, so maybe putting bad in front of it is whatever, but like, I don't think things are good or bad or right or wrong. I think that there's lessons, there's choices. Thank you. Yes. Perfect reframe. I was not a present mom and that bothered me. Right. However, looking back, I, I needed that time because I felt like I went from college to grad school to marrying to this to that like I just felt like my head was down the entire time and I lost who I was sure and I'm not saying I found myself in the bar like like oh that's who I am but like there was myself at the bottle of a bottle (laughs) there I was (laughs) there I am like but it was that I wanted to have fun I wanted to sure enjoy life. I wanted to experience things. I went on a couple of road trips to music festivals. Like it was like, I did things, but I wasn't as present as I now looking back wanted to be, but I'm also not shaming or, or, um, like raking myself across the coals for that. It was mm-hmm. just that I, that was my self care in that moment. That's what my guilt free self care looked like. So maybe, maybe there has been a little guilt along the way, but I feel like right now, like full circle, I'm able to reflect and be like, that's what younger Mari needed. Sure. I needed to make some mistakes. I needed to be stupid. I needed to, to go have fun because a lot of it was just working and books and working and studying and tests and this. And finally getting to the point where I was like, okay, I can, I can be a little wild. I can be a little free. I can be I can explore that other half of my Gemini right I can I can be that person and then I was like yikes (laughs) I do not want to live in that area so let me come back over let me let me really wrap in this self-care of like bitch work on yourself but here's the other
0: thing Mar like you didn't have a typical parenting experience in that your ex was deployed at times and you were alone Right. So you didn't have the opportunity to just like go do what you want. Yes, you have family and there was people to help. But like you didn't have all of those opportunities, like you said, when you were younger, Murray.
1: That's very, very true. Very true. Um, Again, though, not again, because I didn't say this before. I look at that, though, as that's a choice. Sure. You're That's a choice. Right. I signed up for that. I stayed in that marriage because X Y Z. Because I did, and so I chose to take on whatever came with that. Mm-hmm. And at that time, in that moment, I thought that that was what I could do. What was okay? What you were supposed to do. Right, what I was supposed to do, because that's what society looked like. You're yep. going to go to college. You're going to go get married. You're going to have kids. You're going to wake up 10 years later and be like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> Who am I? And yeah, I did it a little bit early. <laughs> like, good five years in, I was like, whoa, what? <laughs> yeah. What are we doing? So that's that's also what self-care can look like. Self-care can look like experiencing a bunch of different things, allowing yourself to fail to make mistakes because that that that's the other thing talking about failure right that could be people could look at that and view that as a failure people could be like you weren't present you weren't this you weren't that blah 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 i don't give a fuck about other people's sure. opinions Oops. absolutely serious, serious god trying to, damn it
0: i was like that's not my voice to, who's talking she's trying <laughs> to look up things for me
1: she was like sure um that was a lot but let me digest it no so, that, that's what failure is, right? Like, people can look at failure and be like, oh my gosh, so you failed as a mother, you failed as this blah, 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 blah. Here's the thing. Your opinion of me does not fucking matter. I cannot control and or change how you think or feel about me, nor do I give a flying fuck. Mm-hmm. I am me, and I'm going to be me unapologetically, and I'm going to fuck up. And I will absolutely say, when I mess up, I will apologize for that. I will own up to that, which is this moment of saying yep. I wasn't a present mother, that's okay. That's okay because now I'm showing up. Yep. Now I'm putting the effort in. Now I'm absolutely trying to be there and trying to instill XYZ into my daughter of how I want or think our lives should be, should look like how I want her to be, how I want her to carry herself. It is what it is. Allowing yourself that space to have self-care that sometimes looks messy, that is guilt-free, and also other people's opinions if you are none of your fucking business. Yep.
0: Because you could be motherfucking Teresa and they're going to still have some shit to say about you. So Absolutely. You can do everything
1: quote unquote right. Yep. And someone's going to be like, you know what?
0: I don't like her energy. You know what? Teresa, I don't like your energy. I, I think the Teresa main says. thing behind like guilt-free self-care is understanding that nothing about self-care is selfish. Like we've said a million times, it is essential it is necessary. And so to take away the guilt-free part of it, you're already giving yourself permission to take care of yourself. That's all you need to do. It sounds simple. Is it simple? Maybe not. Maybe it takes a lot of conversations to have inside your head of like, fuck that. I deserve to do this or fuck that. Like I deserve a break. You do. You absolutely do. And you are in control of that. I think that's the next sticker. Self-care is not selfish. Yes.
1: I love that. I love that too. Because it's not. It sure is not. You have to take care of you first before you take care of anybody else.
0: Are you like writing it Like we've said 87,000 yes. times. Of course I'm writing it down. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Do you feel like we covered everything? I feel like we did. I feel like that was I like... feel like
1: we did. I feel like we went off on tangents, but I feel like there were definitely relevant tangents. Yeah, for sure. I feel like... So if we're looking at self-care, first and foremost, just to sum this up, self-care is not defined by any buddy or anyone thing or anyone task or object. It is whatever works for you to help you reset to be a better you the next day. So that's the most important thing. Is this helping? Is this task helping you be a better person for the next day? And what does that look like? But then also, adding on the guilt free part, what is showing up for you when you allow yourself to pour into you? Mm-hmm. What is that cognitive error that's showing up? I don't deserve this. I'm I'm not enough. I can't do this. I'm blah, I'm blah, 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 blah. I should and be then, doing something else. Yeah. Challenge that. Give me facts that prove that that's true. Facts. Facts. And if you tell me, if I hear one more
0: MF in time, well, I feel like I should. That's a cognitive error yep. in and of itself. Feelings are not Facts. So, your
1: facts
0: should not have an I feel statement in it. Period. Yes. It has to be evidence, like factual information that doesn't involve feelings. Yeah. So I feel really good about this. Same. Again, shout out to Jay for the recommendation or the suggestion. Thank you
1: so, 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 so much. See see how quick of a turnaround this is, people? Do you right? see? Jay probably asked last week, and here we are recording it. It is the next one to come out. Yep. Well, not the next one, but you get what I'm saying. Like, we only recorded one more, and now it's
0: coming out. So The only other time Boom. that happened was for cognitive errors when Katie requested it, and we did yes. it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. So All right, guys. We hope that this was relatable yes
1: thank you thank you thank you so much for listening you can find us on social media instagram is at rewriting her story podcast i am b b e a underscore xo 11 steph is at spooky fit mom 13
0: we love you so so much and we will talk to you guys soon bye, bye.